Hey, opinionators, how you doing? Um, today we talk about the movie Hollywood Warriors. Warriorness, <laughs> whatever. Um, yeah, let the title says it all. Um, this movie is about this woman. Her, um, I, her, I forgot. I already forgot about the movie, you know, because this movie kind of like dozed me off a bit. But this woman, I'll say her niece, was kidnapped by this by this evil record producer, right? And um, the record producer wanted to create his slip, his arm, his own slave, pretty much, with the help of an evil witch named Morgana. Yeah, right. <laughs> and um, the Hollywood Warriors is an older woman that turns into a warrior and fight crime, pretty much. Yeah, it's it's this movie's one odd movie, man. But she goes to find thugs, trying to look for her niece. And um, this movie is like it's not really all that to be honest with you. It's not like. The action scene is like very cheaply made. It's, it's super low budget, done with the regular camera work. And don't get me wrong, I can support low budget movies, but this one is like kind of weak, man. I, I mean, I'm gonna be honest, not kinda. It is weak after all. I mean, I like the story and concept that was going with it, though, but the execution of this movie wasn't all that. So, Hollywood Warriors, if you're out of curiosity, check it out. Out of curiosity. Hey guys and gals, how you doing? Today I'll be talking about a movie called Home Video, and um, it's from 2016. And um, I just checked the reviews before this, and I admit it's getting a lot, a lot of bad reviews by a lot of people. But um, when I saw this movie, and I was like, you know what? Out of curiosity, and I know I made a promise that if a movie is bad, I will not talk about it. But like I say. If I'm talking about it, then it must be something I like about it. So, because of that reason, I will review this film. Um, unlike the other haters out there for this movie, I kind of personally liked it. Because growing up, I've seen a lot of crime movies and crime documentaries and f footage and news outlets. You know, like in the real world. And this movie does hit kind of like in the real world, you know, well home invasions, and this is pretty much a home invasion movie, um, it's like, this family moves to this house up in the mountains, you know, and, you know, like every family, you know, they have their nitpicks, you know, like, they arguing, you know, getting along, and arguing, you know, it's like any other family, and the movie does do get annoying, I do admit that, it does stretch with the talking, but then it's that, as the movie develops, as it goes like maybe he told like hmm, like somewhere like that middle or a little bit of like the end of middle to the end of the movie I would say um the family stopped being scared wondering what's going out there who's trying to get into the house you know and you only get maybe you don't really get like you, mean, you do get kill scenes but it's like it's not on camera you know it's maybe probably like a, maybe like a few I would leave it as that or a few kill scenes but pretty much it's one of those movies like Spoilers, 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 it's pretty obvious will not have a happy ending. And, um, once you get to the end of the movie and the credits roll up, you start to find out what happened to the other surviving victims, you know, the, their outcome, which is, like, pretty obvious what happened to the females and stuff in this in this movie. Um, between the movie, you have interviews with people that knew, know the family, who they are, and the shock that, uh, like, you know, how they know them, and 
track about the area pretty much. You know, like simple interviews you see in the news about murdered people and having things with their friends or co-workers or people that work around the like the hotel, like the hotel scenes or around the cabin or around the area, you know, stuff like that. Um, home video, um, it's, it's a bad movie, but at the same time, I kind of like it a little bit because it's, it's stuff that you see in the news, and it, that's what makes it, to, to be honest, kind of scary. And um, anyway, that's my review of a home video, and that's my opinion, by the way. Anyway, peace out, and see you later, guys and gals. Hey guys and gals, how you doing? Today I'll be talking about a movie called Inner Demon. Now, I just want to be searching on this movie because there have been too many horror movies with the Inner Demon title. All non-horror movies, probably the Inner Demon title. I know it was one a few years back. But, um, this is, this was done, if I'm correct, in 2014 in Australia, right? U.S. release came in 2017, so that's why I put the year 2017 on it instead of the 2014 release date on it. Because, like I said, there was another Ender Demon by the, that was released on the same year, by the way. So, so remember, this is an Aussie horror, plus I put, put up the poster so you know the difference. Um, all in all, um, this movie isn't for everybody. I did check reviews for it. It is having bad reviews and a little bit of good reviews. And guess what? I'm the major minority with the positive side on it. I actually enjoy the movie. Um, the movie is about this, this well, actually this teenage girl and her sister been kidnapped by these two serial killer, killer couple while she was driving in the backseat of the car. Well, they put her in the backseat of the car, excuse me. She was able to escape, and um, she goes to the house. But guess what? The house belongs to the two serial killers. So she spends most of her time in the closet, wondering how she's going to escape, how she's going to fix her injuries. And as the movie progresses, you know, it's just... Mainly, it's going to be more suspense and thriller because you're going to be wondering, like, if she's going to survive, if she's going to be able to escape, you know? So, it's mainly the most of the movies will spend more time on it. So, I can see why a lot of people dislike this movie because of how the movie was set up, you know? But to me, I feel like the suspense of this movie carried it for me because you'll be wondering what's going to happen, pretty much. So, anyway, when you get to the, towards the last chapter of the movie, the movie kind of takes a supernatural route and it kind of explains a little bit more about what's going to happen to this this lady, you know. Um, in a Demon from 2014 officially, U.S. 2017, I was just the release date for here in the U.S. I would say definitely check it out, be open-minded about it, and maybe you might enjoy it as I did. Anyway, peace guys, and see you later. Hey guys and gals, how you doing? Hope you can hear me. Um, kind of got the microphone on mute by mistake. But, um, yeah, either way, I hope you can hear me. And, um, I hope I don't have that crazy echo noise like I usually do. Anyway, today I'll be talking about an old school documentary from 1992. Really, really, really early. And this must be, say, the 20th anniversary special edition. Um, from 92 to 2019, I'm watching this documentary. Um, I did, I did see this documentary before. But at the time, guess what? YouTube wasn't around, so of course I wasn't able able to review this one. But um, let me just check. Okay, so now the time of me reviewing this online will be 27 years. Wow, amazing. <laughs> anyway, Vader of the Screen Queen is a documentary about 
interviewing screen queens, you know, from the 80s and 90s, how they got into horror movies, science fiction, and fantasy, of course, and what persuade them to be in this genre, you know, and what screen queens means to them, and how they got started, and so on, and the obstacles they face, and situations they are in becoming a screen queen, pretty much. Um, I really love this documentary a lot because this is a time when you have these actors which are true screen queen of the genre and you can tell they are passionate and they respect the genre of horror and sci-fi and fantasy of doing a movie they they actually like doing, you know? Not, not like the screen queens in today of this era, like the... The screen queens to me, like in, in this era, like 2000 and up, I feel like they just like fake, and that's not that's just my opinion, you know. That I feel like they just capitalize on horror just to make a name for themselves, you know, without caring about the genre, you know. And that's my opinion, you know. That is my opinion. I know a lot of people will disagree, and that's fine, you know. But there's a few few that's real to me. It's like Tiffany Shepard, I like. She's like one of the new school swim queens that do care about the genre, but I believe people that's outside from Tiffany Shepard's after that, I feel like they're all fake, you know, they don't care about the genre. You can tell they kind of capitalize the horror with a horror audience while truly loving it, you know, they're just doing it to capitalize their career, like a music career, for example, and so on. So I'm good, I'm good to see this, and very happy to see this type of documentary still exists. You know, for people to see in DVD, or in this case, I was able to see this on streaming media on my local. I think it was on Tubi TV. Check it out. If it's not on Tubi TV, it's somewhere on my local. It was on. It was on my local channel, one of the horror channels. But check it out, though, man, because Adventure of the Screen Queen. I highly enjoyed it. Um, I love the interviews. I love all of them. I love everything about this movie. Um, and I don't got like I say. I saw this on Roku, so. I really don't know the special features for the DVD version of it. Uh, if you do, uh, if you have it, comment below the box and let me know what you think. Anyway, peace out and see you later, guys and gals. What's up, guys and gals? Today we talk about a movie from Necrostorm. Um, I hope I got the company's name right, but you probably know them more for Adam Chaplin and the guys that created um, Hotel Inferno 1. And I found out there's a part 2 also, so hopefully I'll get to see part 2. Um, if you look at their line, Super bloody gory movie, old school special effects with some C- with CGI effects also with it. Really enjoy their work. Now they had this movie called Judy, right? And I found out Judy is like the least least favorite from the line. Least, it's like horrible to the to anybody that reviewed this movie. So I said, let me check this movie out, you know. And I checked it out. And Judy, um, the movie. Okay, let me tell you what the movie's about. The movie is about a crazy clown woman with her henchmen that don't talk, had a red, had light up eyes, creepy mask, and she carries a box box with spikes in it. Now, movies do have blood and gore in it, and suddenly in the beginning and end the scene. I'm gonna spoil it a little bit, but the mystery is what's inside the box. Now, the name Judy is really the name of the dog. So let me tell you how this, how this, how the woman, how this clown woman decided to meet this woman that's driving by the car, right? 
and the clown, crazy clown woman tell her, I know your number, and the woman didn't want to hear it, so she drove off. Now, in the movie, it's going to be it's so slow, it's going to progress with this woman and her dog. Spend time with her dog, talk to her mom on the phone and her friend on the phone, and she mentioned she saw this creepy woman, creepy clown woman, you know. Later on, you find out her dog is missing, she's crying and stuff. And even when she was taking a shower, she still had that tear mark on her face. She didn't even wash her face or nothing. I mean, come on. But stuff, stuff, stuff going around the house, like all creepy stuff, like mysterious stuff going around the house. She's wondering, like, how is like, like she had that look in her face, like, what's going on? Have you seen something changes in your house? Something is wrong. You know what I'm saying? But to a lot of people, this movie is okay. To me, okay. First, let me say what I like about it. I like the actors. And actresses, but mainly the actresses and the characters in this movie, they're pretty good. They did their job, especially the lead actress, she was great. You know, the only problem with this movie was the writing, the setup, the execution, and get to the point of it. It was it built up more on mystery and suspense and thriller. That's all it was built up on. But to be honest, let's be real when we watch a Necrostorm movie, we want to see blood. Come on, we want to see some fast paced shit. This movie did, does, does not deliver it. We get to the ending, we get to the clown woman and her henchman getting into the house. She's using her nuts and bolts air gun, which put like nuts and bolts inside this pipe and shoot with it. And, I, yeah, I don't want to spoil too much though. I mean, even though this is an old movie, but I, I love Necrostorm, you know what I'm saying? I, I love their work, but this one is really a disappointment, man. I was like, damn, come on, Necrostorm. I mean, I know you don't don't be don't be trying don't be trying to be like mystery thriller suspense. Don't do that, okay? That's not your that's not your stick. Stick what you did with, with Hotel Inferno, Suit One Three and Three, Adam Chapin, Blood and Gore, and fast paced action. Go to the point. Stick with that. That's your style. That's your fan base. That's the real reason why we all love Necrostorm movies. Anyway, Judy, actress actress likeable. That's one positive. As the rest of the movie, I thought it was crap. Peace, guys, and see you later.